0: Welcome back to the two man wall podcast. I am with my co-host, Ethan. How's it going? And today is the start of the mini podcast series, the end of season off season. I should kind of mm. say, it's been a while. wild yeah. final day. Um, off season, like state of the unions. I think we're going to call yeah. it kind of just like, where are we at? Where were we at? Where do we go from here type deal? And we're going to be doing it uh, as you mentioned before. Uh, for the Big Six and maybe the Big Seven, dare we say. Yeah. Newcastle <laughs> United is going to get one too. Um, maybe next season we won't be doing it for Tottenham. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but they did get James Madison recently. so yeah. Uh, but today is not about Tottenham Hotspur. Today is about the treble winners Manchester City. Uh, this should be kind of a praise fest
1: yeah. almost. <laughs>
0: I, not Not too many holes to pick in this team, but we'll start off with... How they did last season. To recap, Premier League, they finished first. Champions League, they won the thing. FA Cup, they won the thing. Carabelle Cup, they lost to Southampton in the quarterfinals, which knowing Pep is going to prey on his mind. Yeah. Uh, even after a season Mm. like this. Um, but they did get knocked down the
1: group stage of the Premier League. And see, that's what people aren't focused on. I think
0: they (laughs) lost a little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, this team are frauds, really. I mean, Holland <laughs> did not score any goals in the E Premier no, League. He didn't even play. No, it was Holland
0: kidding. and R9.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where was he? Where was <laughs> he? He completely <laughs> ghosted in the E Premier League. People don't talk about that enough. because, no, like, they don't. I mean, R9, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Henri
0: showed up in the E Premier League. Yeah. One of the all-time greats. Does it on the pitch physically and virtually. Holland, while still early in his career... Yeah. I mean, you want to make that Holland killing Mbappe debate. Mbappe mm-hmm. was all over the E Premier League. Yeah. Holland was nowhere to be found. No. Even with his team of the season card, five star week, but he was nowhere to be found. So let that sink in for a little bit. But other than the fact that he was virtually non-existent
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the E Premier League <laughs> field, a lot of people tend to give more weight to the physical pitch, and there he was flawless. Yeah. Um when it comes to this season for Manchester City, the only thing you can really say as i'm not even gonna say a negative as a non-perfect mm. is that they, they weren't centurions i guess they, they, this wasn't their finest premier yeah. league season it uh, was a great one and a solid one and one worthy of a title yeah but it wasn't their finest and you think when you think of the the city teams of the last four or five years yeah like if you gave me all five city teams and you said which one mm. was going to win the treble yeah i probably would have picked a couple other ones before this one however those Premier League seasons where they did dominate, they shit up a brick in mm. the Champions League. So maybe it was just one of those things where it was going to happen eventually. And when you win the Champions League, they, they should have won the Champions League at least yeah. once in the last four yeah. years. So if they accidentally won it in the last four years, they just need to find a season where they also won the FA Cup and the Premier League, which was frequent if it wasn't Arsenal. So, I mean, also that FA Cup when you have that the, the two games are back to back for them yeah so when you have that treble on the board mm. the fa cup becomes more of like
1: the uh, stepping stone yeah. going to the treble. yeah
0: yeah yeah so it's like a different you can uh. it's a different you play with a different mentality yeah going into a champions league final afterwards mm-hmm. knowing that the treble's on the board versus like this is the last game of the season fa cup yeah so mm. yeah manchester city what more can you say
1: Yeah, and you mentioned that it wasn't their most dominant season, which makes it so much more interesting, because there have been so many City teams that have just been dominant start to finish, but that wasn't the case this season. Of course, Arsenal were eight points clear, you know, halfway through here, and it really wasn't until probably March where you saw City putting these wins together, and then you thought, like, this is a team that looks unstoppable, just as we had seen in previous seasons. but. It took a bit of a turnaround because they really weren't looking like themselves for a big chunk of the season. And I feel like a turning point, slightly coincidental, slightly not, was getting rid of Xiao Cancelo, which (laughs) I owe City and Pep an apology for because I said before that that was not a good move uh, on their part that didn't,
0: didn't seem like a good move like he, had, no. he he up until he had this like poor stint of form yeah. where he fell out with pep
1: um, he was one of the best
0: fullbacks in the world like he yeah. was flawless
1: no he i still believe he is yeah. you know up there with you know some of the most talented fullbacks yeah. in the world capable of playing on both sides of the ball you know going forward he is electric he's uh, still a phenomenal player however he wasn't a poor run of form. It seemed like he was a bit of an enigma in the locker room. I thought that was something that, you know, was just a bit of a phase, something that Pep could work out. But he said, "Off you go to Bayern, where again showed his quality, but had that same sort of, you mm. know, prima donna attitude." Um, and a Kanji came in, Ake came in. And they both had really, really, mm. um, good seasons towards the back end. So. Yeah, I owe City an apology on this one because they were just fine without them. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. But yeah, it's just just crazy to think about how this could be how it looked like it would be a season where City could come away with nothing, and mm-hmm. they can't wait to travel. So yeah. it's almost even impressive in a different way. I'd say yeah. maybe not as impressive as you know the team that was Centaurians in terms mm-hmm. of how just good they were on the field, but yeah. the way that they Came back to make this, you know, the best season they've ever had. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and
0: part of the part of what we're doing today is season is season grades. So yeah. we'll give season ba- uh, a team, <coughs> a club, I should say, uh, a grade based on the season mm-hmm. they had.
1: So, what would your grade be for the treble winners this year? I say it should be a unanimous A, a plus. plus. Uh, yeah. If you're not giving them an A plus for winning the treble, I don't know what, <laughs> what you need to do. But yeah. Not too much more to say. A plus, I
0: think, is reserved for teams that, and I, I honestly wouldn't give out an A plus if they had lost the Champions League or the FA Cup final,
1: um,
0: or lost mm-hmm. the Premier League to Arsenal. I would. I, it would have been maybe an A minus. A- but um, they came back, stormed back, showed their mm-hmm. quality against uh, Arsenal, not just heads ahead, but against them in terms of experience and quality mm-hmm. down the stretch. Uh, obviously, showed their dominance in the FA Cup. Uh, you know, a little bit of a softer run, you know, mm-hmm. Burnley in the semis. Um, it was Burnley in the semis, right?
1: Or Waters. Waters. they had Sheffield United. Sheffield United. In the United. Semis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Worse, Either, but... way. <laughs> Either way. Um,
0: yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like a crazy strong FA Cup campaign, but, you know, Arsenal did it by beating like a national league side in the yeah. quarters. So like, okay, <laughs> they beat two it. of them <laughs> exactly. So like,
1: it's epic. no um, one's looking back and saying exactly. they won the treble, but they did beat they- Sheffield. <laughs>
0: um, it's reserved for those. I uh, know a plus is reserved for those teams that were flawless mm. or near flawless, mm. and it's like you said, unanimous when it comes to the
1: city team But to be fair, the city. For the standard that we're holding them to, yeah. again, like you said, if they lost like the Champions League final yeah. or lost the Premier League to Arsenal, even if they won the other two trophies, yeah. they may not be worth even A plus just because the standard is so high. But yeah, they definitely <laughs> yeah, met that standard. Yeah,
0: I think season grades come with where were they before, mm-hmm. where are they now? Yeah, like if Arsenal won the title
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like if they if Arsenal won the title this year, I think I might have given an A plus yeah just because and they crashed out of europa league crashed out of the fa cup to city like efl cup what was it Fucking Brighton behind closed doors or something like i don't even remember what that game was um and i maybe still would maybe i'm biased because i'm an arsenal fan and i'm so proud of this team and i have an emotional connection to them but i think i still wouldn't give them an a plus because from where they were um like you know crashing out of the top four last season with a young team coming back to the premier league with a young team based on the signings they made preseason and the season they had, if they won the title, I think I still would give them an A plus, maybe an A just because, you know, the Europa League was really ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, you definitely have to take in where they were before. And when we get to these other teams, like United, um, who like had a new manager and new, uh, you know, new players, new signings, yeah. everything like that. And it was a whole, you know, clusterfuck at the beginning of the season, coming back and doing what they did, you probably give them, more for third place than City going down to third place would probably be like a B minus season to be honest. Um so yeah it you definitely take out take that into account. And yes they're at that high standard but they did what they couldn't. And when you hold them to the standard of crashing out of the Champions League and then they go win it, that's an A plus season. Yeah. So where do we go from here? The last piece of the podcast, where do we go from here? When you think of a treble winning team, now this is a this is an issue that uh should i say career mode managers deal with frequently yes because you'll go you'll sign the big Mm -hmm. boys you'll win the treble and then all that gets flushed away at the end of the season and now you're greeted Mm -hmm. with a new season and a third of the hunger that you had
1: before Mm -hmm. i i
0: think the issue for this city team going forward will not be talent obviously Mm -hmm. i
1: think the real career mode issue is when you have a super team and then the board still wants you to sign like a 150 million (laughs) pound player I I don't know. I play you can play career mode a lot more than yeah. I do. Um when you get into like the season twenties with Salford City. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's all it's
0: all random geni- like regen players.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
0: Um but yeah, this is like it's like you've won so much, you're hungover physically and metaphorically from last season, if you're Jack Realish. Yeah. And now you have to go out there and do it all again with The same amount of hunger. And if there's any manager that could get his team up for it, again, it's probably Pep Cordiola. But it's, they're not going to, like, you're not going to see the same. Uh, Unless these guys are ridiculous professionals in which they could very well do it and prove themselves. But, like, it is near impossible to go out there with the same hunger. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these guys, like Kyle Walker, Kevin De Bruyne, have been chasing this trophy and this one alone for four or five years now and have just been brutalized by it. And they finally got it. It'd be hard for me to believe that we see the same hunger out of the city team going forward. Now, they're still going to dominate, obviously. They're ridiculously talented and they have the robot up front. But I think I, if there was ever a worry with a Manchester City team like this, it would be after a treble winning t- season. Because it's just those achievements aren't as
1: substantial anymore. Yeah. Now, what do you do to improve upon... Yeah. You know, perfection or maintain that level it's it's really hard um yeah what do you do in the transfer market when you know there's no real weaknesses in yeah. uh your team i mean yeah, they've made a bid for Gvardiol uh-huh. um as another center back i mean that would be uh i mean huge signing for them but they like, have like nine much... good center backs yeah it,
0: with guard mm-hmm. diaz a Stones, who's now mm-hmm. a midfielder, maybe question mark? Laporte, <laughs> Laporte, uh, they say kanji Ake, he's a center back.
1: Yeah, you can that's back. six. Mm-hmm.
0: That's three, basically center back pairs that you could theoretically win the title with. Yeah, and four of them will not be playing. Maybe actually, you can move. Uh, they they're done with wing backs mm-hmm. now, apparently, because Kyle Walker keeps getting dropped for kanji So yeah. like, they're done with that shit. They're getting Conceiro Walker maybe going to Bayern too. They're doing like a swap or something for uh no. well, yeah, they're like done with wingbacks now out with wingbacks in with just versatile players that can play every position and that's yeah. pretty much what city are and yeah. that's what our is trying to mimic, but um is that it, it it's it helps with depth when everybody's versatility is mm-hmm. depth essentially yes. because you know it's the, more coverage with less yeah, players exactly. In the past when you had these like pigeonhole left backs mm. you know you lose one and all of a sudden you're like now s- swinging in like a defensive midfielder into the left back yeah. or something like that or or an academy left mm. back and now you've got guys like Akan which who can play all across the back line so if one guy goes down mm. the other guy picks it up and he can pick it up anywhere so yeah versus and go back going back into where they need to improve with the squad um they don't they don't need to sign anyone and they will be Challenging for all three trophies that they won this year mm-hmm. very heavily. Um, Guardial is a nice pickup. Uh, I think Kovacic is a brilliant sign. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot I, about Kovacic. I, th- I, that's a
1: that's a fucking he is going. I have, I've, re- I've written who they've replaced Gundawan with, and they replaced Gundawan before you even a yeah. I, I wrote, which is, is a uh-huh.
0: just one of the few players at Chelsea that's played well. Mm-hmm. like and he's been i think the injuries are another th- are a thing for but he's so talented he's so good like how'd they get him for so cheap like oh my god he's gonna shred for city yeah you know he's only gonna play 20 games but mm-hmm. he's going to shred for city yeah, it's a perfect sign yeah uh that i'm upset with that one yeah. because i don't know i cannot fucking wait for Guardiola to leave yeah i I can't wait i i when the, i heard yeah he's uh he's not going to
1: resign yeah Oh, my God. Just got to wait till 2025. Just, hold so, just put me in a coma. Yeah, so, so, 2025, same time, same yeah.
0: Trouble next year? Fine. Yeah. If, have, if, if that, can we give him next year's trophy so he just leaves now? Yeah. Just, like, actually just, just – I would vote for that, honestly. Uh, I don't give a shit. I'll throw next year. I just want no Pep Guardial in the Premier League anymore. Yeah. They need to tank, and they need to tank quickly. It's their turn in the cycle. To
1: I will be there no matter <laughs> anyway to include what
0: what do city need this summer nobody to get injured no acl tears
1: i no. would say
0: um i i of all the teams that are coming to america i haven't really heard
1: city is city coming to america i don't think so uh they'll probably have a game or two like just yeah i think that they knows. might be
0: doing like a saudi arabia tour or something like that i don't know at Tad airways yes. they're probably dragging them out to dubai okay. or something i don't know Not all likelihood. likely then. um but yeah i mean of we were trying to make these podcasts short, but I feel like this city podcast is just going to be extremely short because everything that we could say has already yeah. been said, and there's really nothing to really break down. They're a great team who played extremely well, and we've been giving them praise all season. Mm. Um, like just go back up to our other podcasts and re listen. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> it's really very straightforward that this team has no holes, and any signing they make is going to be gravy. So. Where do they go from here? Ah, uh, sit back and relax, City fans. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, clubs, almost all of them in the Premier League, are going to have very important windows. Cities really does not matter that much. <laughs> uh, matter. I would say injuries. That's the only thing. If De yeah. tears his ACL in a preseason game against fucking Al Nassar or something, I don't know. But I guess that wraps it up for for Manchester City. Yeah. I mean, we could just continue to keep praise on City, but again. If you want to hear more of that, you can just go back to our end of season podcast because we did a lot of that in that. Uh, But with that, uh, I believe next we're going to be doing Manchester United, and there's certainly a little bit more to dissect with Manchester United um, coming off the season that they had. But for now, we will say goodbye. Adios. See ya.